Hey, good to see you boys. I'm excited to do this. Let's talk about your face, Cody. (laughs) 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 Why'd you you shave it? Yeah. For my costume. What was your costume? I was Lord Farquaad from Shrek. (laughs) Oh, okay. Did you see the pictures? I did. I did. I didn't realize that was supposed to be Lord Farquaad. I thought you were. The, uh, <laughs> I thought you were the Jack on a playing card. No, I was Lord Farquaad. <laughs> I even. Uh, I wore. I took my roommate's knee pads and attached my Crocs to the knee pads <laughs> so I could walk around on my knees because Lord Farquaad's <laughs> really it. short. <laughs> yeah. Before, um, like I was telling Emily, like, and I was. And then she's like, oh, he should have done his set on his knees. And I was like, he did. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. That's <laughs> hilarious. It killed. Was it like Shrek oriented at all? Do you have Shrek material? I only did jokes about like just being tiny and I, I did I did I made a comment about how I'm the perfect height to just like eat pussy. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. <laughs> it's also a good tryout for the Tiptoe sequel. You and Gary Oldman yeah. <laughs> should act on your knees. With each other. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep mentioning Tiptoes, or one of I us know, is gonna keep seriously. mentioning it until we actually do a Tiptoes. It's been episode. mentioned like twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it starts. That's yeah, how we subliminally that's... make you want to hear a Tiptoes episode. Dude, I uh, I never used to say the word bro. And my friend Spencer, he was like, one summer, he was like, dude, I'm going to say it every day until it just becomes a part of your vocabulary. And I was like, it's not going to work. And it like totally worked. Yeah. Well, that's how I was talking about that with somebody yesterday about how like you start maybe saying things ironically. And I then- said it jokingly because I hated when people <laughs> said it. Like, what's up, bro? So I was like, what's up, bro? And then it became a part of my fucking yeah. vernacular. Yeah. That's how, that's how they get you. I know. Yeah, yeah that, things like that's how like Riz, you know what I mean, came Ooh, for me. Riz, <laughs> or just when you guys say it a lot. When Cody started saying "baby," like, yeah, when we were baby. First started, <laughs> like, I I just learned what like I mean I know we know what Riz means, but like where it's like comes from. Where does it come oh. from? Charisma. Charisma. Yeah. Oh. It took me a while to figure that one out. So. I, I was so reading funny. it and someone was like, oh yeah, it comes from charisma. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just some stupid fucking thing. That's so funny. Yeah. I love that. I know. I, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to see like the new slang because I very much growing up adhered to like old New York slang. Yeah. So now like Riz. Like even my nephew was using the word Riz. Like yeah, my dude, niece. My she's son like, says like, it too. No Riz. And I was like, what the fuck? It's like, I hate this. I hate the slang. Yeah. <laughs> My six-year-old niece will come out of nowhere and be like, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bruh. My son and one of his friends were referring to another one of his friends as the Riz Master. <laughs> the Riz Master. Just because he gets a ton of 13-year-old attention, I reckon. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. Dude, they call me the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) (laughs) This has nothing. Maybe it has something to do with Riz. I got a strain called Ray Charles. (laughs) (laughs) Do you get so high that you go blind? That's what I thought. We're going to find out. (coughs) Oh, fuck it, dude. (coughs) I'm smoking boob on it. 11.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, it's early for you. The bubonic chronic. Dude, I've just been reading V for Vendetta. Same. 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 I'm excited to talk it for our Patreon episode, motherfuckers. So it's going to be behind a paywall. uh, So you have to subscribe. Yep. That's our November episode. Uh, I will say this, though. After, while I'm reading it, I was like, you know what? Cody was right. It, it, we don't, we shouldn't talk about the movie in the same episode. Yeah. The book is very different and very better. Yes. It's completely different. We're going to have to, different. we're going to have to talk about them separate. I think we should do an episode on the movie. I agree. I make think we that, should do a movie. Make, uh, make that for the people. Be maybe. A regular yeah. 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 But no, I agree. Like after reading this, I was like, nah, this book is, it, it shouldn't be talked about with the movie as well. Oh, it's crazy. Right. And if you're listening to this episode, that episode's out already. So we're yeah. talking in the past, but for we you, we are time it's traveling out. right now. Yeah, exactly. Yep. As we do here at Comics and Chronic, <laughs> 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 we bend time to our whim. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. We're the original like time lords. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the original time lords. Yeah, the, the TVA. TVA. Yeah. yeah. That's us. Protecting the sacred timeline. I thought you were going Doctor Who. I was like, Jake watches Doctor Who? 
I don't, but you're right. Time Lord is a more Doctor Who thing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, if I'm being honest, I know this is controversial. I don't give a shit about Doctor Who. Dude, me Most neither. Most people don't. I do. I used to. My sister likes it. Like, I know I have a lot of friends who are into it. I just like. You either. This is the thing about Doctor Who, and maybe it's for a lot of fandoms, but especially Doctor Who. You either fucking love it or you're like, get it out of my face. I don't want to ever hear about it. That show sucks. I'm more get it out of my face. Yeah, yeah. I totally don't don't even. It's just. uh, If you're a Doctor Who fan, you're a fucking nerd. Um, (laughs) 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 Anthony, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Part of that, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just fucking around. I totally get that. that. Like, Doctor Who is not for everybody, and it's not like the best show ever, but to some people, it really is. So, like, I respect it, but I've shied away from it in recent years. I was a. I used when I was in college, I watched it a lot, and I would always whoever came over, we'd get high, and I'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna watch Doctor Who," and I could never really convince anyone to hop on board for Doctor Who, even if I showed them like what I considered the best episode. It's called Blink. If you, if you guys, even if you're like, okay, you're high one day, you're like, should I check out Doctor Who? Look for an episode called Blink. And anyone listening, and that's as far as I'll stop talking about Doctor Who because I see the glaze in Cody's eyes. Uh, That's the marijuana hitting, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I think there is good stuff in Doctor Who, just like any nerdy things. Um, But that's not what we're talking about today. We're going. We're not here for Doctor Who. No. We'll never be here for Doctor Who. (laughs) I'm not doing a Doctor Who episode. (laughs) (laughs) Today's, today, I am excited for today's topic. I think it's a fantastic little comic. Hell yeah. It's a very good little comic. I liked it. What's it called, Cody? Guys, today, by the way, this is Comics and Chronic, if you didn't know. Uh, as always, <laughs> as always, I'm joined by my bros, Anthony Iannaccio and Jake FH, and we're here today discussing Grant Morrison's We Three. Ooh. And Frank Quietly. Yeah, on, Frank Quietly. Yeah, yeah. The, the art is the art out is of this world. Phenomenal. The art, I would argue, is what makes the comic. Like I Without agree. the art, it, it, it's kind of weak on story. Not in, not weak in like quality-wise. It's just the art is what's I carrying agree. Yeah, comic. well, I mean, I like agree. a lot of the story is just told through art. There's not a lot yes. of, of dialogue exactly. or That's what I reading. loved about it. Yeah, it's a it's a breeze. You could read this in like an hour or two easily. Easy breezy easily. lemon squeeze. Three issues, three issues only. Yeah. Who published when did this it? come out? It was Vertigo. It was a Vertigo comic. Vertigo. Uh We Three came out in uh like two th- two thousand I don't know, is it like six or something like that? Eight? Two thousand and four. Four. Actually. Ooh, yeah. Whoa, wait. <laughs> um, but it's a great comic. I got into it or I got I bought it. Uh, when I, when Jake first got me back into comics, it was one of the earlier ones I bought, uh, just because it, I, I had read that it like got a lot of hype that people were like, yes, a uh, big fans of it. Yeah. There's a bunch of hype behind this comic. Like a lot of people have heard about it. I'm sure a lot of people have read it because when I bring it up on Twitter, a lot of people are like, yeah, fuck yeah. We three. I didn't hear about it until you guys brought it up. Yeah, it's like one of those. It's definitely, I mean, even though Vertigo's owned is DC, it's Mm -hmm. an indie comic for sure. Yeah. 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 And it's essentially, uh, it's essentially Homeward Bound meets John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect (laughs) also after reading it dude i gotta say this guardians 3 i feel like borrows heavily 1000 heavily from we three oh yeah for sure james gunn had to have read it you know oh yeah yes yeah for sure it's got the influence all over it i mean the first guardians was like i think i there's like i watched something recently with james gunn and he directly references he's like we three was a huge inspiration behind my rocket raccoon it makes sense rocket oh. raccoon is like he's pulled he from is a comic. we three kind of person or character a hundred percent yeah exactly and there's something about it there's something about an animal forcefully fused with cyborg robotic parts that you're just like that's cool but that's sad yeah, yeah. it's a sad comic it's a very sad. sad comic. It's a Debbie Downer. I lent this to a I lent this to a lady and she bawled her eyes out. Not really? surprised. Did you bawl your eyes out, Cody? No, I didn't. I do be crying in comics. I cried sometimes I've cried 
uh, when reading X-Force, actually, I cried. That's so funny that you cried in X-Force and not this. Wait, the volume we read? Yeah. Or later on? The volume oh, yeah, we no, read. He said it in our X-Force episode. Oh, yeah. yeah I cried. listen to that one. Yeah, I, I cried during the part when, uh, when Betty and uh, Warren were living their life out together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is a sad part. Fuck. But that sequence, I feel like that you're bringing it up, is... There's a lot of sequences on the page pages of this comic where the panels are like popping out, but not like in any, they're kind of all over the page. Like you could read it in any order almost sometimes. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a like very, yeah. Every moment of time. Yeah. It's an, the art, the, the layout, everything. Frank quietly is a master. Master. Yeah. He really is an incredible artist. Uh, even though we. All his like books or because of his art, I feel like every book he writes has like a certain discomfort visually like you feel bad for the animals in this but then also visually when you watch them and they're all fucked up yeah like that's like, a great it's, point it's like a very uh yeah just uncomfortable read well i was gonna say we specifically talked about this creative team what we did a new x-men episode grant morrison frank oh, quietly yeah. and frank we talked about that a lot with frank quietly's art like there's an ugliness yeah. to He's it but it's like a purposeful or ugliness i would say yeah deliberately poor maybe <laughs> 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 For some reason, I, like you, I love that phrase, and I can't put it to memory. Like, every time it comes up, I, I get a kick out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I have to deliberately, poorly Photoshop a shirt that says "It's a good band name." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is a good band name, like a good punk band. Yeah. That's our band name. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, start a band. The, the Comics and Chronic <laughs> Punk Band. Hell yeah. <laughs> we're going to do it. Watch out, punk world. <laughs> punk world, we're coming oh, for you. Dude. Speaking of punk, hold on one sec. <laughs> what is he going to pull out? Ooh, this is some th- I bet it's spider punk or something like that. Yeah, you got a spider punk, Jay? Dude, I was in Chicago. I watched, what's it called? Uh, Across the Spider-Verse with my sister and her husband. Nice. nice. Loved it, you know? And then, like, they went to a comic shop, and my sister got me this. Yo, that's oh. dope. Oh, wow. That's nice. awesome. That is so fucking cool. Nice. Right? Yeah. It has, like, it ha- oh, it, all the band, like, the band names in the back. Dude, I love yeah. those bands. The Misfits. Misfits is, like, one of my – and Ramones yeah. are, like, two Ramones, of my favorite yeah. bands. What's the one under Black Flag? What's that say? X-Ray Specs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, so it's like a it's like a classic like a band, yeah, classic band poster. Yeah, nice. exactly. That's cool, right? Dude, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Spider Punk. After rewatching it again, I gotta say, Spider Punk's my favorite in the whole movie. Hell yeah, Spider Punk better have a bigger role in the next yeah, one yeah, I because want I want to go to Spider Punk's world. Fucking rebel. Yeah, I'd love to right? see his world too. I'm sure we will. Wait, did, I, did I ever show you guys this thing I had? Ooh. Yeah, you did right show me that. Desk. I love spider punk. Damn. That's dope. These spikes hurt. Like if you, sta- like <laughs> Jake, you talk about like if someone broke into your house, you get Thanos, you hit him in the head. Oh, like yeah, I'm stabbing someone with spider punk. <laughs> They're going to cry. This is a, this Hell is an yeah. aside just because Anthony brought it up and it made me think, but I think because of the MCU, I think Thanos is a little overhyped as a villain. Ooh. Okay. Really? Okay. I mean, I, you mean cinematically? I, I, I just think like, uh, I think like I, I've been seeing him in a lot more places of being like uh, up there as like the, uh, one of the most popular, one of the best comic book villains. You know what I mean? He's always like hovering around like I see on lists that I've been seeing around like three, four, five area on the list. I, I don't disagree with that. Actually. I don't know if that's a, the hotter take, but no, I think I like Thanos a lot. I disagree. I think Thanos is a great villain, but I just don't know that I would put him on around three four or five. I think there are tons of better villains. But, like, you're not talking about the movies, right? Because movies, yeah, I would agree. Like, we we even talked about this. Oh, we did talk about this. In a, in a whole episode, we talked about this. It's not, I didn't put that one out yet. What episode? We did a, Jake brought it up. But it was like this IGN oh, list. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I, I like Thanos a lot. I'm sorry. I like him a lot. I, I fucked with Thanos, too. I've read the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, I liked it. 
Um, that was cool. If I'm being honest, I think I'm more of a Dark Side fan than a Thanos fan. Ooh, I might honestly agree with you there too. I do like Dark Side more than Thanos. Mm, I like Thanos more than Dark Side. I like DC. I like D- I like I fuck with DC heavy. It's true. You do. I feel like Dark Side would beat Thanos. Thanos oh, that's yes. not even a question. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, DC is just the power scale just isn't equal. You know what I mean? Not at all. No. I wonder why that is, in all honesty. Because DC's heroes are more like gods in a lot of ways. Whereas Marvel does have gods, but even Thor's not going up against Superman or even Wonder Woman, I would say. Yeah. Whoa. I'm I'm in the same boat. I think, I don't think that, I think that Wonder Woman would wash Thor, honestly. Easily. Ooh, yes. Yes. I agree. Yep. And I like Thor. I mean, I'm not, these are just like, but I just think like from everything I've read and seen, like Wonder Woman is just going to kick ass. Dude, I love Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman, man. I just watched Wonder Woman's animated film. Fuck, what was it called? Blood of the Amazons? No, no, no. A different one. Came out 2019. Ooh. Any good? Tell us about it. She fights Medusa in it. Dude, it was awesome. Nice. There's a scene where she's like fighting Medusa. She like, can't beat her. Oh, Bloodlines. That's yeah, what it's dude. Bloodlines. I haven't watched that shit was it. Sick. Like, I need to watch sick. it. I was like, yeah, dude, the fight sounds... with Medusa was sick. I fell off heavy of off the uh, DC animated movies. Like, I used to watch them all the time, but <laughs> yeah. you've been telling us about them. I honestly, yeah, same. Dude, they're good. They're consistently like good. You know? I think the last yeah. one I was really hyped for that I watched was Flashpoint. And I don't think I've really been watching a lot since. Dude, they got some bangers out there straight up. Oh, I'm sure. I need to watch them because they are consistently good. I just haven't taken the time. They're, they're all on max. They're all on max. And they're all like 50 minute long. They're never like yeah. real length movies. We should do a couple episodes on some. Hell yeah. No, we should. We've been talking about that. And then when we did the, uh, the live episode, a couple of the commies were like, do animated movies. So yeah, we'll get on that. We're on it. We'll talk to HQ. We're going to set something up. We'll talk to HQ. But we're here to talk we three. Let me let me bring this up because this was in the back of the book and I thought it was a, a good way to really describe we three, especially if you haven't like read it. But even if you have read it, I think it just puts it into perspective. So this is Grant Morrison saying this. He's like, or they're like, at the beginning of the process of writing we three, I described it as a story of meat and motion. So just the idea of the meat in motion makes a lot of sense because there's so much like bullets being sprayed and and just like human body parts and animals yeah. going everywhere. Okay, so uh, structured around the direct desires of three animals, it was in- intended as a very straightforward linear narrative. And we just we were kind of talking about that earlier. Um, it's just a very straightforward story. The simplicity of the story freed us up to make the page layout somewhat experimental. So Frank Quitely and I set about devising a different approach to the comics page that we hope might suggest non-human perception of time and space. We chose to treat the page not as a flat 2D surface upon which panels were pasted down flat, but as a virtual 3D space in which panels could be hung and rotated or sna- stacked on top of one of the other, one on top of the other. Uh, according to scientists, small animals experience time more slowly, and we like the idea of extending the gutters around the panels to suggest the immense amount of still zen time a cat might pass through between the microseconds of human awareness. I don't know. That's pretty cool. That's why I love Grant Morrison. Come yeah, on. They were definitely He's a trippy dude. Yeah, they were doing some psychedelics <laughs> for that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? The comic backs it up. The art actually, I think, has that effect. No, that I, they just I completely agree. Because uh, it is, it's three issues and they're short. There's barely any dialogue. It That's feels, what I loved about it. The art, even going back to the art carrying it, it almost carries it intentionally. Because there yes. are just like whole pages of like a cat and a dog standing there, like looking at a wall. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's and then there's also like the the pages that are all from where you're watching the evening unfold from the security camera. Yeah, you know what I mean. That was really unique. And you know, it's just it, it, it's mind blowing. It's Frank Quitely fucks this thing up and yeah and dude uh, what i was gonna say earlier with in regards to meat and motion dude the way these animals were um modded up is insane <laughs> yeah it's crazy uh so the the heroes of the story are a cat a dog and a rabbit uh, the dog's number one is the cat two and the rabbit three 
Yeah. Okay. And um and they can literally talk, which so they're they're they were this was done by like a military program uh to kind of change warfare. And <laughs> it's, which is such a crazy thing. Like right. dude, it's funny because when you had when we had started like talking about it seriously and reading it. It was reading it like during we we definitely recorded Oppenheimer already. Yeah. So right. It was like once again talking about like the mad scientist vibes of both. Yeah, definitely big mad scientist vibes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. See, it would have fit, Jake. You see, you fucked it up. It would have fit with our mad scientist month. If mad you go scientist. Back. <laughs> 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 oh, dude, we can't get away from the mad scientists. We really no, can. They're everywhere. Can't. Yeah, I mean, even if you think about it, well, dude, it's just, yeah, and the girl that is, like, their trainer and that, like, frees them, that was heartbreaking. Yep. So, basically, they're like, all right, well, we like this program, but we don't want them to talk, so we're gonna just kill the kill them and yeah. do better, you know what I mean? And Decommission them. Yeah. Like, that's the word they yeah, hear. Like, the dog is keep saying decommish. Yeah. And... Yeah. So, and then, so their trainer and the, like, and the girl who takes care of them frees them and ends, ends up getting killed in the process. It's heartbreaking. Well, not when she frees them. Yeah. She just becomes like more of a fugitive almost. Yeah, like exactly. She knows, at the end is when she gets caught in the crossfire, but her releasing them, like when they get, get released, it's not like they're going quietly. Like people, the other people die in the process that you see on the security cameras. Like these animals are vicious. Like you're rooting yeah. for them, but they're also like, will murder you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And, and <laughs> brutally. program to. Yeah. 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 They're Terminator animals. <laughs> exactly. Let's be real. They're Terminator animals. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is dude. a brutal concept. <laughs> dude, the cat, the the rabbit just hovers and flies. That's cool. Yeah. Who was your favorite? Who would we be of the we three? I was thinking oh, that the whole shit. time. Boys, <laughs> I want to know. It's, okay, I know who Jake is. I know who Jake is too. Jake, Jake is the cat. Jake, the cat, yeah, Jake's yeah. the cat. Jake's the cat Even, for yeah, sure. There's something about you got like a cat-like personality. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just like just like uh Adriana when she was resurrected. This episode's about time travel. You said it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Soprano Summer, check that out. Okay, so am I the dog or am I the rabbit? I couldn't figure it out. Mm. I feel like, like it. You're not. You're a mix, but not a enough of both. Yeah, and that's how I felt too. Like I feel like you guys would say I'm the rabbit, but I feel yeah. like if we're like the three escaping from like the jail cell, like I feel like I don't know. I feel like we all have so, vibes of each. each of, yeah, Jake's hardcore the cat though. Yeah, that's that's the only one yeah. I was. <laughs> dude, slicing and dicing, dude, with those claws and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say let's give let's give me uh, three the rabbit. The let's rabbit. give Cody one uh, because I like when the rabbit at the end like he's very fucked up. Like he, he, his head is like he's missing brain chunks and like he's still going. And okay, they fight. They go up against that huge dog, the top dog, that vicious <laughs> like yeah. that dog had red eyes. He looked scared, dude. That dog's dialogue bubble was just a black, jagged, like, yeah, nothing. It was scary. That That's was the awesome. coolest use of dialogue bubble I've ever seen in a comic. Just like black, it, I can't, like, right? Yeah, you know what oh, I'm I know like, exactly like, what you're talking about. Yeah, so they're, what was that the sound? final boss basically uh, essentially is a is like the next version. I think it's not number four, is it? it I don't know. Like, it, it, like number wise, it was it's almost like it's above one somehow because they were saying like it emits 10 times the amount of top dog pheromone. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> top dog pheromone, dude! In the live action version, that that villain is played by Andrew Tate. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Andrew Tate in a dog suit. <laughs> you can find that somewhere on the internet. Yeah, it probably uh -huh. exists already. Um, but I was gonna say, I like how the rabbit 
despite being like that fucked up by this point of the, the comic, he does like this pounce on that dog's head. It doesn't do anything to the dog. Yeah. But he still gets that shot in because the rabbit, despite just being like the small rabbit, like has like these pouncing abilities that are just like, will crush your skull, your head will explode. Yeah. Worst things will happen when he does that. Like they all have that power, but like you don't expect it from like a bunny and a cat and like. Yeah, it's crazy. And the bunny is the one that like has the guns and stuff as well, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's cool. I'm the dog. Anthony's the rabbit. Jake's the cat. I'm the cat. I think that yeah. makes sense too. I would agree. And yeah. I do have dumb dog energy. Dumb and yeah. Anthony has very rabbit energy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a skittish, anxious thing. <laughs> Dude, one time you want to hear a true story? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear a true story. Yeah, where, where's this going? Uh, it has to do with a rabbit. <laughs> Fucking, I had a dog, an Australian Shepherd. She was like a fierce little bitch. And, uh, dude, every spring, like there would always be baby rabbits up in our, like my parents' house, straight up. It was sweet. And, uh, dude, one time I was walking my dog and there was a baby rabbit, like on the curb. And then, like, little ways was like a sewer grate. Dude, like, my dog, like, saw and barked at the little baby rabbit. And the thing got so scared that it ran directly into the sewer grate. <laughs> and, like, for sure, like, drowned. I was like, God damn it. And I was like, and it's all because my dog was like, like woof. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, it all happened in like five seconds. I was like, oh, dear God. <laughs> I, have two, I have two rabbit related stories that I could share. One, I had a pet rabbit for years as a kid. I hated, I always hated people that had pet rabbits. At this point, it feels like you're looking for reasons to hate me, Jake. <laughs> no, it's just more like my, my, my cat. Like I never liked, we had this friend, uh, Carrie that used to have ferrets and I hated her cause she had ferrets. <laughs> my, one of my best friends, James had a cat and I hated him or not a cat, a rabbit. And I hated him during the time he had a rabbit. I just hate rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I had a pet rabbit though. But what the crazy thing is, it used to we used to just like let it run around the backyard for like hours at a time and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> but the I think it was like ninety one or ninety four. I can't remember. But whatever that massive earthquake that hit L A. Uh, knocked down our fence and the rabbit ran away and we never saw it again. Really? I thought it was going to be more traumatic than that. No. Um, And then the second story is uh, on the flip side of things. uh, My brother, who's a crazy outdoorsman, one time captured two rabbits and I cooked them for us. Dude, how was it? Oh, my dad loves rabbit. It's banging. It's It's banging. Have you ever, what'd you see? I don't really like it. What'd you do with it? Um, just cause it, where they were wild rabbits, we wanted to be sure, like he, he butchered them himself and stuff. We wanted to be sure the, we wanted to be sure that the meat was, you know, that we cooked out any disease and stuff. So I actually boiled it first in a stock and then grilled it. You know, rabbits eat their own poop. Stupid little animals. <laughs> Not only no, rabbits. They have, to. they have to, to survive. If their is stomach why, is so. Is that why they're perfect little circles? <laughs> well, this is proof that God doesn't exist. If God exists, then he's really <laughs> fucked up. No, seriously, because rabbits, there's this is evolution. We're at work. Like they can't digest like food the first time, so they have to eat their own shit in order to get the nutrients. Wow. There's another reason for you to hate rabbits, Jake. That's all I'm saying. And if you have them as a pet, I, this is I, you can look it up. I, I'm not making. I this too up. have to eat my own shit to survive. <laughs> 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 what if you like, had like, a mutant gene and that was your power like that's oh, was your power sure. you needed to eat shit to survive <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> that would be great no, just, that would be awful that'd be terrible something else about in we three that was cool each issue the cover of each issue is like each issue cover is a poster for a lost pet yeah. Because these three animals are not... They're somebody's pets. They're, they're somebody's pets that the government took, that kidnapped to do these things. So they have... So as they're talking and they have this, like, consciousness, they kind of realize that they are animals. 
Yeah. Like one of the best things that happens is towards the end of the story, the dog starts to question if the armor around him is part of himself. Yeah. And and, and I'm saying it in these words, but the sentences, the way the animals speak are very short and yeah. not complete sentences, but you still get this. They're like computer, like, you know, like, yeah. Like exactly. Like translated very like rudimentarily from a dog or cat's brain. Like if you were texting on a flip phone or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Like imagine you had to text <laughs> on a flip phone to question whether the suit of armor you wore your entire life or to you, your entire consciousness was part of your actual body. And then him and the cat start to rip it off of each other. You think they're fighting each other or something, but like they're using their teeth to like rip these robotic parts because they don't want, they realize like they're the dog, they're the cat, they're not. That's such a cool part of the story for me. Dude, it's just so, so sad. Uh, everyone was, so sad. the crazy thing about it is while they're on the run from the government, everyone is, uh, like everyone that helps them ends up dying. Yeah. Except the homeless Except man. the homeless man. See, you gotta go off the grid to survive, man. <laughs> yeah. He was actually kind to them. Like he immediately showed them kindness and yeah. wasn't like trying to do anything except help them. Because they're also dying. That's what you learn through the scientists, the government people talking. They're like, they're not getting their meds. So you slowly, the ugliness about the art that we're talking about, you see Ooh, them gets, start to like kind ugly. of decay, yeah. you know? Yeah. They don't look good. Is that why you posted that pet cemetery thing the other day? No, I just just randomly Ooh. I'm just watching horror movies. I watched Pet Cemetery last night for the first time. The OG one? Yeah, yeah. The, the only one. one. Dude, yeah, I agree. Uh how would you think? You like it? I liked it, but okay, the, at the end I was awesome. just laughing. No, I yeah, but at the <laughs> end I was just laughing hysterically because the little kid zombie like so like okay, he, his son is coming back to life, but uh, but like this kid is like killing everybody, and I'm just like really like I want to just kick this kid. Like what the Dude, fuck? That's what you think? They have zombie powers. Yeah. No, he was pretty easy to kill once he was like, all right, you're not fighting me anymore. <laughs> he literally just picks him up. He's like, he's like daddy, and then he just finally just like throws him across the room. I just love that movie. Dad's better. It was good. I liked it. Dad's yeah. better. Oh, no. That character, the neighbor, steals the whole movie. Like yeah. he he makes the movie really cool. Don't want to go down that road. South Park definitely yeah, South Park always, always copies always that. Good. Good. <laughs> Dude, and uh, but yeah, this so these yeah these animals are dying because they're not. You know, in order to keep, uh, uh, dude, the the thought, the premise is insane. Uh, just like the they made these, it's almost as insane as the premise for Deep Blue Sea. Because <laughs> they're like weaponizing a shark in that movie. Since almost, they're making the sharks have bigger brains so that they can harvest more of the brains. Shark brains. Why do they need shark brains? Uh, to cure. Um, Shark brains are very useful. Parkinson's or something? No, uh, what's the one? Alzheimer's. Shark blood. Oh, there we go. Why did I say Parkinson's? <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I would love to see this made into a mo- uh, an animated movie. Yeah, like I could see yeah. it being an animated like Netflix movie. Yeah, like I would like to see like uh like kind of almost like Pixar like art, but with brutality. You know what I mean? Oh, it's got to be super brutal. There's so much blood in this comic. Yeah, dude. This yeah, this is you. It, on you know what? Meat and motion. Have you ever watched <laughs> like Love, Death, and Robots? Yeah, some of it. Yeah. This feels like it could be a love, death, and robots thing. Sketch, for sure. I wonder, I mean, mm. this is, because so this is a pretty yeah. well-known comic, but it is indie. But, like, I don't know. I think I heard, I read about it because it, like, ended up at one point in time and, like, maybe it might have been IGN, but IGN, somebody's list of best graphic novels, it was, like, number 98. Yeah, I wouldn't put it in my top 10, but I love it. yeah. yeah. Same. I love that it's so simple. Yet so like but also very deep and thoughtful and full of heart. It has all of the heart of that movies that we grew up watching about animals. Milo you know, and Otis. Like hard. Milo, Milo and Otis, Homeward, Homeward Bound. Bound. Yeah. Homeward uh, Bound. Uh <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Dude, the 90s was filled with talking animals. I mean, dude, let's be honest. Charlotte's Web walked so we could run. 
Yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot hot boy take. Um, who would you guys? Is I, I don't really give a shit about casting. You know, I I didn't I didn't read them yeah. with anything. Don't get me wrong. Grant Morrison's cool because like they all had their own distinct voice, but I still read them in a robot computer voice for all of them. I didn't. Yeah, kind of animal. Yeah, I didn't picture them having like actual like necessarily tones and shit. Yeah, yeah they'll be, this this is like it's got to be like. I am dumb. <laughs> yeah, nice. exactly. Yeah. Like shit like that. Exactly. <laughs> so it doesn't really matter who's doing the voice. Like anyone exactly. could do that. That was not me, by the way. That was Chronic Jarvis's son, son of Chronic Jarvis. <laughs> 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 I love that. That's his name. <laughs> Chronic Jarvis's son, son of Chronic Jarvis. I couldn't think of Chronic Jarvis. Oh, oh, that's so funny. So yeah, so no, it would be hard to cast this, but but still, like animated would do it justice. Yeah, even mm-hmm. though it it wouldn't be about the voice again, it would be about how it's animated and and the way they could make this comic come to life. It wouldn't be easy. I'll I'll give you that. Like the way, like we were saying before, and how I was describing what Grant Morrison said. There's like two page spreads where there's like panels popping out at you left and right, and you're basically seeing past, present, and future at the same time. Which you kind of always are in a comic, you know, in a in a trippy kind of way. But in this specifically, like Grant Morrison saying, this is what we wanted to do. So you could like it would be hard to do that if you're watching it, like in a movie or a show. It can only go linearly, like you know. Yeah. So I I want while I want to see an adaptation, it would be tough. It would be tough. I, I think I know who's right for the job though. James Gunn. Who? I was gonna no. say us. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> no, um, no, but I mean, honestly, I uh, John Favreau, no, nah, no way. Nah. No. I want to, I, I would honestly, I would prefer it like maybe whoever is directing all these DC animated shits, mm. Shit. yeah, let's get an animated team there for sure, yeah, you know, let's get, let's get Ben Clarkson. So we interviewed him for Justice Warriors. Have you seen what he posts oh, right, on right. Twitter? He his animations no. are sick. Yeah, you should really check it out. He, he has some really some of this but, Ben Clarkson, but dude. but but his animations are kind of have like uh, they don't look like Frank Quitely, but they have like a grittiness to them that also I think would fit We Three. I think Frank's animation or art is just it, it, it's needed for this story. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Maybe Frank Quitely could actually um, animate animated it himself. Himself, yeah. Uh, Whatchamacallit. Uh, We Three is also really easy to recommend because like you're saying, you could read it in an afternoon. You don't need a lot to dedicate a lot of time to read it, which isn't a negative for me. I think it's cool that it's three issues and it's like one and done. There's no volume two, three, four, whatever. It's just what it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like that too. Yeah, and it's an easy read. And yeah, it's just, I can't recommend it enough. I, I really think... Uh, Grant and Frank knocked it out of the park with this one. Yep. Honestly, it's also one of those books that are hard to find. Like Uncanny X-Force is out of print. This book is out of print, which sucks. Mm. So if you don't have it now, it might be hard to... Uh, you can probably get it digitally. Digitally for sure. Yeah. You know, I'm all about the physical copies. You know me. I'm a physical kind of guy, Cody. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the hot boy horn? Me. 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 I think I'm ready for a Pesci if you guys are. Oh, yeah. It's a short comic. It's a really like, it's a very straightforward short comic. Yeah. There's like, I mean, it's cool because it's short, it's concise, but there is a lot of depth. There is a lot of heart. Yes. Facts. For sure. Like, you get really invested really quick. And yeah. It's just, it's a great. I think part of that too is Grant Morrison knows what they're doing. Like Jake was mentioning all those kids movies that with talking animals that there's something about that. Like we remember that from our childhood and that heart is just automatically there. We love it. Even if it's not direct, like it it feels like Homeward Bound in robot suits to me. That's like the selling point for me. Homeward Bound meets Terminator meets John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
Before yeah. John Wick was even a thought. Because think about it. They're literally gaining a consciousness, gaining a soul like Schwarzenegger does in Judgment Day. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah, that like, is part of it too, right? Yeah. Because by cause the end of the comic, they're, they're out of They're becoming sentient. They're becoming a thing for themselves. And they're like, wait, who am I? What am I? What's this on me? Like, it is like a Terminator trope, you know? Yeah, for sure. And the cat and dog survive. They end up surviving in the end with a homeless man. He's their pets. The government allows them to live their lives free. Dude, cat's got nine lives, bro. Dude, it's heartbreaking when three dies. Yeah. Also perfect for Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that character. And then when I tragically die, you guys are going to be like, damn it. Dude, it's heartbreaking. I put that on you. Yeah, it'll be heartbreaking. <laughs> or not. Maybe not. I don't know. There was some silence there. You guys are like, whatever. We'll just, whatever. Well, I hate rabbits. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. You already I, know. I, I, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, it's an easy six. Just because, if I'm being honest, before I went into the conversation, I was like, I don't think I'm giving We Three a six. I was going to give it a high score for sure, but I think it was going to be like 5.6 or something like that. But the more we've talked about it, I've been like, God, I love this book. Yeah, I don't have any complaints about the book. Like, I, For me, it is a six. I'm saying that. Easy Money Six as well, because it's so unique, because it's hard to say... If you could buy it, I would say instantly buy it. If you could, if you have it digitally, boom, read it. Like you're not wasting your time. It's a great story. You don't need to be a, a, a comic book person, quote unquote, to enjoy it. You know what I mean? I could give this book to anybody. I agree with that. So six, it's just, it's just so unique. It's so different. Great writer, great artist. Get it, read it, six. I came into this conversation with a number, gentlemen. <laughs> a very well thought out and confident number. And uh, I was going to give it a five. It was very, you know, I was ready to do that. That's not bad. Again, five is not a bad score. But I realize now that you're right. It's it's so worth it economically, creatively, artistically, writing-wise. Like, it, it is a six. Hey, Hell yeah! yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I was going to send you to hell, straight to hell, Jake, if you didn't give it a six. <laughs> My bad saying I would never. Yeah, it's so good. And I do like, I feel like we've been giving a lot of sixes out lately, but I also feel like it's worth it because they're bangers. You know what I mean? Like we yeah, just, some of them, I don't decide what the number is until we're done talking. Yeah. That's, this time I think that's how it should be. I think yeah. that's how, I never think about the Pesci. Sometimes a Pesci, like you're saying, I you're do. watching some the movie. Some things are so obviously yeah. Pesci. You're reading like, it, you're like, jump. Oh, or man. not a Pesci. There are sometimes where well, I'm exactly. like, there are sometimes where I'm reading it and I'm like, this is a good story, but this ain't getting no six from me. <laughs> you know? No, I think the things that get sixes are, are well earned, mm. thought out, calculated. You know, like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, but like, I, I'll always defend Mortal Kombat. Like, if I watch it now, it probably wouldn't get a six. But when that movie came out, we were like pandemic mode. We were like, you know, pandemic like it, it brought a lot of joy to our lives. Yeah. <laughs> it did, actually. Seeing people get brutally murdered Dude, I, I, I actually, during a pandemic. I rewatched it recently <laughs> with KO. And nice. I, I stand nice. by my six. Ooh, I like that. Wow, okay. Yeah, see, I haven't watched it since. I haven't, I haven't watched it since either. <laughs> yeah. I, but the second one's coming out. Ooh. Hey, I'm hyped for that. We're going to talk it. I've played the new Mortal Kombat game. Ooh. I was going to say, how is that? It's hard. Um, like, I just like, I find the, it's not even a button mashing game. It's like, you got to be really. Technical. Like, in, yeah, technical. Like, you got to input your shit correctly and deliberately. Damn. So it doesn't feel like, like serious, the older. I was, having a t I was playing. I was playing my boy, and I was like, "Dude, this is like why he's kicking." He's also a he is good at fighting games, but I was just getting my ass kicked. I was like, "This is not even fun." Damn. I mean, it looks incredible, but I just couldn't pull off any move. My yeah. son <laughs> said it was awesome. It looks really cool. I mean, dude, there's videos of sick shit. Yeah, like I'm just not that good. There at was it, one like, day I said I got really stoned, and I just watched all of the fatalities. <laughs> 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 I, 
Yeah. I'll tell you what game is awesome though. Spider Man. Spider Man Two. 2 yes. I haven't been playing. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know anything about Hot it. Fire. Hot fire. Me and Jake, are you gonna? Are you planning on playing Cody? Probably not. Like I'll probably like play around on it, but I don't. Well, you also don't have a PS Five. Yeah. I don't play video oh. games really. Me and Jake have been playing it, so we're gonna do an episode once Ooh, we half beat it for sure. Dude, yeah, yeah, we got it. The story hey, is so good. Uh, in that Jake, game. real quick, cool. Pesci me, Mortal Kombat one. I, I know there's potential for me to like it. I only played it one night. And I was also drunk. <laughs> ah, but I know, so I'm gonna give it. I would give it like a four point five. Nice. That's fair. That's reasonable. That's a sell for if me. I, if I just if I just got like the hang of the buttons, I think I would enjoy the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like if you owned the game and played it more than one exactly. night. Like if I actually, it was my friend's copy, so yeah. And it was the first night that like, he just opened it and we played it. I was like, I suck. Mortal Kombat since the new gen, like for, since ten, not, no, since nine, I've been playing. The new ones have been fucking awesome. So I'll definitely get this one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have Mortal Kombat ten. And that game's awesome. Yeah, Mortal Kombat 10 was great. 11 was this pretty didn't cool. This feel like it was playing like Mortal Kombat 10. It felt a little more, uh, I don't know, rigid. Mm. Rigid. Rigid. <laughs> Dude, I'm fucking nasty at Spider-Man, though. I'm pulling off sick shit. It's fun to do combos in that game. But Spider-Man's it's, rad. Dude, it's, it's really awesome. fun. It's like the a costumes lot of are cool. The costumes are insane boom <laughs> something came to mind when we were talking about uh mortal Kombat the movie that there's a sequel coming out i feel like there's a lot of things some things we kind of skipped over like but there's a lot of things that we've done like a couple of years back that are now getting like a second season or sequels which i think is pretty cool like when we started the podcast with like invincible invincible season two is about to come out it's coming back you know like see i just love that we have so many episodes that could like go together yeah it's pretty fucking cool we pair well you know yeah we pair well and uh, and chronic jarvis is working on making it easy to connect them all for you little comic yep. little pop-up <laughs> connect the dots <laughs> and of course, let's not forget his son. His son of, <laughs> 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 of Chronic Jarvis, tell me, uh, what is Chronic Jarvis like as a father? I can tell you this. He's a very good father. He programmed me to say he's a very good father. <laughs> he's helped me hide a hostage under his control. No, 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 son, don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to be on a podcast about weed. <laughs> 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 robots out of my house. Son of Chronic Jarvis. Son of Chronic Jar Jarvis, dude. I can't have all the, you realize there's Satan and two robots living with me now because of this fucking podcast? Hey, man, that's the economy. You had to get some roommates. <laughs> 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 hate it. Uh, that that would be a good sitcom. Anthony living with Chronic Jarvis, son of Chronic Jarvis, <laughs> and, and Satan. Satan. <laughs> Who Satan? Satan in the, in our universe isn't necessarily a physical being. He just takes over Anthony. <laughs> yeah, he just takes over Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so annoying to live with someone whose name was son of chronic Jarvis. <laughs> always have to be like, hey, son of chronic Jarvis. God damn it. Give me son of SOCJ. Or you could just call him C SOCJ. Well, that would just be chronic Jarvis. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Some people are listening. They're like, "All right, what the fuck what did this mean?" Oh yeah, if you guys are still listening to us, we're just talking heaven. We're just having a, a good a old war on Copics and Chronic. Yeah. yeah, we're giving you like this is like our Simmerillion uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you've been here since episode one, a lot of stuff is paying off. Like, like, holy shit! Holy You're shit! Like, oh my god, I remember two and a half years ago when they said that. <laughs> okay oh, well thanks for tuning in to our we three episode go check us out go check out our website uh comicsandchronic.com check out our patreon give us a call on the hotline a number we all have memorized <laughs> we did yeah, call us on the Comics and Chronic hotline, 929-483-6889. 929-483-6889. You could call. 
You'll get on an episode. If yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah, may, yeah. Actually, yeah, I take that back. You may you might not get on an episode. Yeah. We might not even respond to you. Yeah, we might hate you. <laughs> no, we love the commies and we love your support. So give us your money and subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> do that, do that. V for Vendetta this month's episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's out already. It's popping. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. Remember that good joke you made, Cody? Dude, it was the best. <laughs> oh, Cody, it's a dark secret. Oh, I do have a dark secret. I do have a dark secret. That was a crazy dark secret. <laughs> yeah. I did not. Maybe I my craziest dark secret ever. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. <laughs> it was, it was nuts. <laughs> and then Anthony, you did that one thing. I mean, we can't even forget. Yeah. <laughs> it's you'll behind a paywall, but you'll yeah, find nice. out if you <laughs> You guys are like, what are they talking about? This sounds amazing. It's because it's our Patreon episode. Yeah. Yep. It's the only way you could hear. That's the only way you could decipher better. our nonsense. Yeah. We make better episodes for Patreon subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I think the I think the Hickman uh, the Hickman <laughs> Omnibusy was a good was a banger. Oh, that was a great one. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that the creation of Betty, Betty Yayo twenty sixty nine? Yeah, that's where you get the origin of Betty Yayo twenty sixty nine. Shit, <laughs> 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 you have all these characters now. <laughs> <laughs> we Betty got a universe. <laughs> 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 uh, this one is for this episode had our true fans in mind because we're geeking out at the very end. <laughs> okay, well, well, because it was a very short episode. Otherwise, yeah, true. Yeah, no, we're almost hitting an hour. I think. Yeah, uh, see, I think we're not we're even good. an hour. We're Gucci. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Fuck off, you turds. Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon. And I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.